We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. We're back with another 3 Mod Pod, a little bonus 3 Mod Pod for you this week. That's right, we're putting out three pieces of content because K-State has a new commitment. They get another one of the top 10 players in the state of Kansas in defensive end Jordan Allen out of Olathe. This is this is big. You're going to like this. Picks K-State over Iowa State, Mizzou, Iowa. Even had a USC offer coming in late in the picture. Was supposed to go visit USC. 6'3", 240, and edge from Olathe South. Exciting stuff as K-State continues to really, one, take over the state and dominate in-state recruiting, but two, just upgrade the level of talent that is coming in here into this program at the same time that we saw, especially on defense. Looks like the talent level has significantly upgraded on that side of the ball with what K-State put on the field against South Dakota. So we'll start by thanking Holiday Distillery, as always, bringing you the Three Mile Pod. Get your Ben Holiday bottle and Bond bourbon. Get your 360 vodka. Get it out to Bill Snyder Family Stadium. Saw some of it out there on Saturday, particularly the 360 vodka seemed to be uh, pretty popular there. But if you're more of a bourbon guy, make sure and check out the Ben Holiday bottle and Bond bourbon. Support those who support the podcast and support some K-Staters in doing that. So also rock your Charlie Hustle. I've got my Charlie Hustle tee on right now. If you're headed out to the stadium, get your Charlie Hustle gear on as you go. All right, so Jordan Allen, this is where we need uh, Derek Young. Covers recruiting like nobody else for on three. Uh, K-State's site now there. And, D.Y., feel free to – you haven't really promoted that yet, but take the – Dollar for a year. Dollar Uh, for a year. Yeah, there you go. One dollar for one year. If you want to, if you want to hop on with DY and company and K State Online with now on three, uh, Jordan Allen's a big get, and particularly considering the level of competition here, I think it's it's very exciting. Uh, building the narrative that K State has turned the corner on in-state recruiting is also an exciting part of this. There, there are just a number of pieces to the story on Jordan Allen committing that I think push a lot of momentum uh, toward the direction that K State's uh, moving in right now. I would agree. The in-state. Uh, angle is probably the storyline here that they continue to flush and, and do well with. Um, and also, how about it seems like any recruiting battle with Iowa State coming out on top, which was the complete opposite a year ago. So that's really flipped to 180, just the uh, the battles with Iowa State. Uh, they really probably beat Iowa, Iowa State, and Missouri for Jordan Allen. Um, 
you can make an argument, USC as well, that obviously they did offer. He had an official visit scheduled to Los Angeles as well. That's not going to take place anymore. So without that visit, I, I kind of say Iowa, Iowa State, and Missouri, but they did enough to at least deter the visit to sunny California where Lincoln Riley calls home. That's another, like, almost a little bit of a weird oddity all of a sudden. They beat Lincoln Riley yeah, a few times. Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, and Chris Kleiman beat Lincoln Riley on the football field when he was at Oklahoma, and now I think this is like three recruiting battles since he went to USC that Kansas State has won. I think Gavin Forche was another and another one that I was forgetting. And, and oh, was Frias, was Frias, like, was that a, he was Frias maybe going to go TCU, out there? I think. Um, okay. So, yeah. And it's also weird that Tyrone Tallini went to USC. Did he play in week one? I didn't catch that. Um, so, no, just some interesting overlap there between Kansas State and USC since Lincoln Riley's gone there. Jordan Allen, heck of a pickup, top five player in the state, um, according to where you look. If you look at on three, um, their specific rankings, he's in the top five. And then I think uh, Cole probably had the numbers. This is six or seven in the top 10 or 11 prospects now that they have committed from the state of Kansas. Yep. Six of the top 11 committed to Kansas State and Kansas in a very good recruiting class. Uh, so that's significant. And what you mentioned, D.Y., just the simple fact that they beat Iowa and Iowa State on the recruiting trail again is meaningful, especially Iowa. When you think about the defensive players, the DNs that Iowa's had King so Crawford. much success with in the NFL. Just yeah. And, and they Crawford. lost a lot of guys. Out. Yeah. Yeah. And they've lost guys up front on the offense side of the ball to Iowa, too, on the recruiting trail, right, that they've chased that uh, now start, I think, Iowa as a starting offensive lineman from the KC area that K-State recruited. Mason hard. Richmond, I think, yeah. yep. Yeah, Mason Richmond. So, look, they've had they've had trouble going up against Iowa on the recruiting trail, and Iowa has a lot to sell to defensive players uh, and pushing them to the NFL draft. And he took an official visit, I believe, to Iowa, uh, went to Iowa State, um, Missouri. He had all these visits and – you know, ends up choosing Kansas State. D.Y., maybe you expand on his recruitment a little bit because he had a really kind of a, an interesting recruitment where you continued to hear for the last several months that K-State was at the forefront leading the pack, but yet his visits were more – he visited more seemingly to Iowa State, Iowa, Missouri. And in fact, I remember him tweeting out on Father's Day, a, a Father's Day picture, his dad, and his pictures didn't include a K-State picture. It was him at Missouri, him at Iowa State. I believe him at Iowa, maybe even Kansas. I don't, I don't remember, but um, kind of an interesting recruitment where you had information that continued to say K-State was on top, and that proved to be correct, even though a lot of what was being shown publicly didn't seem to indicate that. Yeah, I don't know if he was trying to throw the curveball or what was happening there is for a while. is like because sometimes the most of the time the visits will kind of tell the tale of where recruitment is headed. And there was probably a four month gap there where he hadn't visited Kansas State, but he took those three officials to Iowa, Iowa State, and Missouri. And even when that was happening, it was just I kept being told by people that I trust, multiple of them as well, um, that had Kansas State was the overwhelming favorite. Now his first visit was. For the Iowa State game last year, probably not a great game since Kansas State um, fell, obviously, and Brees Hall, I think, had a touchdown on the first play of the game. But that was his first college visit, and he took it to Kansas State. And we quickly learned that he was a Kansas State fan growing up, so that uh, nostalgic pull probably helped quite a bit. Uh, but, uh, I, yeah, we were always told they took the lead from the get-go because of that fanfare and never let it go and had an overwhelming lead for the entirety of the process, even if, like, his actions – weren't suggesting that was the case. And and another layer of this that I would share is that I think Kansas State just outfoxed everyone a little bit or at least had a better gauge and a better 
you know, feel for his recruitment because he was always going to wait until the fall. That's what he told me countless times. It's what he told, I think, Kansas State and probably other schools countless times. You know, he was insistent that he wasn't going to make a summer decision. And that's why Kansas State waited for their official visit. They said, okay, if that's the case, don't take your official visit over the summer. Take it for a game in September or October. So he took it for the season opener and, and committed thereafter. Uh, while those other schools didn't have an official visit left because they used them in June. So just the strategy and approach to his recruitment, I think, helped the Wildcats quite a bit as well. well so what is K-State getting in Jordan Allen as a player? What What's the, the scouts view here on Allen on the D-line? He's a more of a measurables guy right now, like a tester, really good athlete, really good size, really good frame. Yeah. So along the lines, stylistically, I'm trying to think of a, a guy where he was going to play like, what he's going to look like. It's probably Khalid Duke a little bit where you're talking about a second level player um, that can defend, you know, the passing game a little bit, but is a really good pass rusher. Uh, the, a little bit of positional versatility, not saying that he's a tweener, but he can line up on the, you know, the edge and, and rush the passer, but he can play that same linebacker position a little bit the, the same way that Khalid Duke would. So I think stylistically, that's probably what you're looking at. Um, but he is more freak athlete than football player right now. He's got, he's more of a trait guy. You know, you look for the traits that really would make a good football player a good football player. He's got all those frame, size, burst, explosion. You know, he just doesn't have the tape of a good football player yet. So they got to turn him into a good football player. But he has the traits to do it. Well, John, that's that's my neck of the woods, late the South. I live in the, the right. suburbs of the uh, South. And so I'll be sure to uh, give you my expert scouting report when I go out on Friday nights. I think DY is going to have me go out and have this handle the scout probably for him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he fully trusts me. Yeah. So. Well, look, I do too. That I do too. I'll, I'll look forward to, uh, I'll look forward to your updates there. I mean, a couple of thoughts come to mind for me. One, it, totally fine to be taking on a guy. If he, a project is the wrong word here, but if it's going to take some time to bring him along, I mean, K-State has, enough depth along that defensive line right now. It's not like they need him to come in and be an instant impact guy right away. And, and I mean, the other thing too is like, I mean, who's their stud right now? Felix and DK Uzama. He came in with very little fanfare, much less fanfare than what Jordan Allen's going to have coming in. But he was another one where like had to kind of Jordan Allen along and become along an actual Felix. football player once he got here. Yeah. And he, and Jordan Allen's further along Felix. I mean, I mean, when Felix went to camp at, at Kansas state the summer before senior year, he wasn't even 190 pounds yet. Yeah. 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 And Jordan Allen's in at 240. Right. So, I mean, physically, it's a it's a complete difference. And look, I think Kansas State's going to be able to sell DNs well on the recruiting trail with what they've done with Felix and now Nate Matlack coming on as well. I mean, they're, they're going to be able to sell that to recruits. Buddy Wyatt's done a nice job with the DN group at Kansas State. So and what is this, D.Y.? Is this their third DN commit now in the class or second? Yeah, he'll add a key Obiezer, I don't know if I'm butchering that. I know it's Keedy, but I don't know if it's Obiezer or Obiezer or whatever that is. Um, but he also has positional versatility. I'm not saying that that guy, like Keedy, will absolutely be a DN either. He could be a D tackle. He could be an offensive tackle. Um, he's just, you know, a freak 6'5", 6'6", kid, right, with a big frame. And we'll just see where his body takes him. And then Ryan Davis, who I anticipate stayed at defensive end. Um, he's a three-star DN from Arizona that they added over the summer. So technically – yeah, he would be the third. Um, another interesting trend here, um, we're talking about these defensive ends, right? Felix, the the really good ones, right? Felix, Kansas City. Hey, Matlack, 
Kansas City. Jordan Allen, Kansas City. You don't have to go far to find a good edge rusher. Yeah, love it. K-State getting after it in the KC Metro and in-state. And uh, we also got some good news if you were – if you are a subscriber to K-State Online on On3, once again, as D.Y. said, $1 for a year right now, uh, you, you read a really nice piece. Um, I believe it was Drew, right, that handled this? Drew. Galloway. Uh, on Avery Johnson, who is a K-State commit, but I was getting hit with questions, so I'm sure you guys were too. It was maybe like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that Buzz started to turn around, like Notre Dame, a Notre Dame message board was saying they felt like they had the inside track on Avery Johnson and maybe – Maybe he was going to flip, and so people start to get uneasy, especially after everything that happened with Dylan Edwards with the same school. You've already lost Joe Otting to Notre Dame. Well, Avery Johnson totally balled out, just completely crushed Topeka High. I believe they were up 59 to nothing at halftime. <laughs> and uh, looked great, uh, great deep ball, a, a really nice highlight of him running for a touchdown as well. And then he had this quote after the game to Drew. Uh, he said, reaching out to me recently was Florida State and Notre Dame. Ole Miss kind of reached out, but I'm not too sure on any of those schools. I kind of made my decision and I'm going to stick with it. I'm pretty sure everybody kind of knows that. I said I'm locked in and I'm a man of my word. I'm really excited for K-State and what the future holds. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So, Avery Johnson, there's a lot more to read about the story, too, where he said, I'm not somebody that needs to be, like, babysat. You don't have to check in with me and tell me you love me every single day. I understand Coach Klein's in season. I'm in season. Uh, the kind of article, I think, that is very refreshing for K-State right now to hear, not only on the, hey, Avery Johnson remains committed front, but also just after the the trauma that we've all gone through with, with Dylan Edwards, uh, Avery Johnson seems to be very much the opposite of that. 
Yeah, he is uh, not much for the flair or the dramatic. He likes to, you know, be behind the scenes almost. Um, and, and I think that's also why he has a lot of respect for his from his classmates and teammates and everyone of that nature. It's nice to know that you know that he is still steadfast in his commitment. Um, I he's done a lot of, and it's not even for NIL. It's it's been free. A lot of autograph sessions at various places for Kansas State fans too. I think. He understands kind of the folklore that he's going to be able to grab, especially if he produces at Kansas State amongst that fan base and stay at home. And he's embracing that. And I think he's all about that. I, I don't, that one's not going to come back around and, and go the wrong way. I just don't see that happening, especially when you come out with a quote. I mean, he's, he doesn't back away from it. You know, I've already made my decision and I'm a man of my word. So I, there's no concerns on that end. I know that I knew about Notre Dame poking around. I actually didn't know about Florida State and Ole Miss poking around, and I, but I knew that Notre Dame was like under the impression. And we wrote this on one of our first stories at on three. They were under the impression, or at least given the impression, that they had no chance. So they had kind of halted those efforts, and they're even trying to get their 2024 quarterback commit reclassified to 2023 because I think they understood that uh, the Avery Johnson thing wasn't going to unfold in their way and ironically enough their 2024 quarterback commit is the grandson of uh, a former great head coach of their rival michigan it's lloyd carr's grandson well it's all yeah. good news on the avery johnson front i cole do you have anything to add on avery How about his performance um for i mean yeah i mean i would just say it was a it was a heck of an article by drew uh really enjoyed reading it heck, heck of a poll to talk to him get him to talk in depth and speak to his recruitment and and can Notre Dame just get the hell out of here? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm so tired of them coming in and trying to recruit Kansas right now. I mean, it's got me to the point where I'm rooting against Notre Dame every game this year. You know? How about those so, Buckeyes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't look no, that listen, great early. They could have – could you have won by three touchdowns or something instead of messing around? Well, did, like, you have a, did you have a gamble there, a little minus 17 action? No, I didn't, but I just – would prefer to see Notre Dame get totally crushed. If, if we want to tie in a little bit of Kansas State, since we are the three-mile pod, people are saying, why are you talking about Ohio State and Notre Dame? Hey, C.J. Stroud, quarterback of Ohio State, gave Kansas State a pretty good look. It was the first official visit taken, I believe, with this new staff. Mm, yeah, I, I, You know what? That, that sounds right. That sounds right, actually. Well, one other thing I want to pull from that article was Avery talking about trying to recruit receivers, and he rattled off a couple of names um, maybe maybe Josh Manning is still one of those with K-State Mizzou coming up this week. Um, but also talking about John Randall, who is really my crush of this this class from the state of Kansas. And, I mean, it feels like K-State's the favorite maybe, but nobody really knows. This is a four-star running back in state. Um, some may tell you he's the best player in the state. It just depends on – Avery on is the best player in the state. There you go. Uh, okay, well, outside of Avery Johnson, how about best non-quarterback in the states? Best <laughs> running back in the states? Uh, many yeah. people would tell you he is the best running back in the states, so I want him very badly. Where where are things at there, and how much can Avery actually help here in recruiting some of these kids? I, I still feel fairly comfortable when it comes to John Randall Jr. I'm not going to be overly bullish just because I'm not going to pretend to know what's going on because – I don't know that he allows himself to be recruited at any time. I'm not sure he's ever done a recruiting interview. Um, there's just not a lot to discern. I would say maybe the slightest thing I would add from an information standpoint is the only other school we've even seen like 
even lightly connected to Randall, I think was Texas because he visited there and, and took a picture with Bijan Robinson in front of a Lamborghini, I believe. I think, I think that photo is out there. And Texas has two running backs committed at this point, and one of them is the best running back in the country. So I would have to think and believe that maybe that's not an ultimate option. But other than that, um, probably not good podcasting or good radio, but I don't have a lot to offer other than – between the lines, it seems good. <laughs> is he is he better than Dylan Edwards? They're different guys. I, I would I put if I, if I if I if I did, if I did a if I did a ranking, I would put Randall above Edwards because he's going to get the ball more because of his ability to be a more all around running back, like a traditional. You can give it to him on any down. You could throw it to him, and he can be a handoff guy. With Dylan, he's the best home run, perhaps best home run hitter in the entire country when it comes to explosion and what he can do with the ball in his hands. But it's a little—it'll be a little bit more tougher to give him the ball if you're not going to use him as a traditional running back. And not a lot of schools will, and Notre Dame probably won't. Yeah, I'm going to tweet that out, Dy. I'm going to say that Dy says that John Randall's the best running back in the state of Kansas. I'm going to tag you. I'm going to put that out there on the radar of a certain individual. Uh, Hopefully a father of of a running back sure. in the state doesn't get too upset over that. Just make sure that it says four-star running back John Randall is the best uh, running back in the state ahead of three-star running back. <laughs> just make sure just make sure that that's the way that it goes down. Uh, okay, what about what about Rashid Williams? That's a receiver committed to Washington that Avery mentioned in this article. Um, Adam Hopkins from Georgia, uh, BJ Canaday. I believe is he the Topeka High kid? Yeah, he's a D lineman. Yeah, 20, okay. 24 class, probably the number one player in Kansas. Um, okay. Avery, Avery wants to work on him, obviously. Maybe go back to back there with the number one player in Kansas, try to do that. Um, receivers, Adam Hopkins. I mean, Avery mentioned Hopkins visiting for the Tulane game. I think 247 had a story that said he was coming November 5th. Uh, I haven't spoken to him, so I couldn't tell you which one it is. I know what we wrote is what Avery told us, which is the Tulane game. I don't. I don't know if that's the case. I know Avery will probably be at just about every game. Um, and then Rasheed Blaine to California, committed to Washington. Maybe a little bit of a pipe dream. I don't know. Avery seemed confident. But in terms of additional inside information, don't have a ton to share. Um, what I will say, and I know they need more, is Andre Davis is a heck of a player, and people can't forget that he's already committed. That That yeah. is good. I like that, but I uh... – like I want, I want an elite receiver to go with. I think he is elite, in my opinion. Okay, well, I, and I don't mean to say I, I shouldn't have framed it that way. I, yeah. I his dad not, played for the Chiefs. You watch him. Well, look, I'm, I don't, I don't like look. I don't watch recruiting film, so I don't know what I'm talking about there. I know what Derek tells me. I know what I read. I'm not, I'm not, I've not watched Andre Davis film, so don't, don't take that the wrong way in any way, shape, or form. But big, I, big receiver with ball skills. C- compared to you know when I'm. Look, I'm also I just did this pod a second ago where we I'm frustrated with K-State's passing game and I, I worry about the receivers and it just in the era of you know being able to up and transfer easily, you get this elite quarterback in Avery Johnson. Like, is is K-State going to have to land a really elite receiver or two at some point here to keep Avery happy? That that is a part of the concern here. It's not just like the obvious, like, hey, it'd be great to have great receivers to win games. It's like is there a you're gonna have to make sure that Avery knows that he will have some dudes to actually throw the ball to? Yeah, I mean, ideally that's what happens. 
I guess you're you're right. And they're they're taking big swings. I mean, they're gonna probably keep plugging away at Missouri commit Joshua Manning too. As they should. As they should. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll he'll pay close attention to this game on Saturday. We'll we'll see how that goes. But I mean, this is the Jordan Allen pod, and they just this is Kansas State Missouri week, and uh, cross that one off. Beat Missouri, Jordan yeah. Allen got the first win of the week. Anybody anybody watch Derby's first football game this year? I think they lost. Right, they lost a good old Manhattan High. Good old Manhattan High. Uh, gets it done and knocks off uh, knocks off Dylan Edwards and Derby. So I'm sure a lot of people were uh, were happy to see that. Look, selfishly, as someone who did play by play for Manhattan High for I think five years, four or five years, uh, man, I've watched Derby deliver some you know what whippings. So uh, shout out to MHS for getting that win just uh, for that sake, for no other reason at all, no other reason at all. All right, it's gonna wrap it up for us here on the uh, the recruiting extra breaking news pod as K-State gets the commitment of Jordan Allen in-state prospect. They now have six of the top 11 committed in-state in this 2023 class. Another huge step in the right direction, still in pursuit of John Randall. So this could be even better by the time it's over and all said and done. Uh, keep it locked to us here on three mod. We'll get you up to date, but also definitely check out on three uh, DY K-State online. Now move has moved to on three as of September 1st, you can get it for uh, $1 for a year. Would highly recommend it. If you want these updates, on the reg as well. Thanks to Tucker Franklin behind the scenes. Appreciate Derek Young and Cole Manbeck as always. I am John Kurtz. Thanks for listening to Three Mile. We'll be back at it later this week uh, with the pod previewing the Missouri game coming up on Saturday. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.